and welcome in to the G.I. Jake Show right here on Fan Run Radio Live in the White Claw Hard Seltzer Studios. Jake Miller alongside Brett Hollander, Marcus Young, intern Jack. What a night it was for NBA basketball. What a day it was for Titans fans, Marcus, as you all are basically solidifying, if not have already solidified, your next head coach in which you feel like this might be a chance to bring T. Higgins back to the state of Tennessee. Now, as we look at what's going on throughout the world of sports today, we're going to talk about something later in the show, and this is probably going to be our uh, debatable topic here in, I would say, I don't know, 40 minutes or so as we go into the 1040 segment. But um, I don't know how much of you all watch the WWE or how much you watch of it or if you've ever watched it, but one of the things that got dropped this morning was that Monday Night Raw, Monday Night Raw, the longest-running episodic show in television right now. They've been live on air, I think it's 30 or 35 years. The longest-running show on cable television is no longer going to be on cable television. They're going to run it exclusively on Netflix. We're going to run it live, but they're going to run it on Netflix. Uh, we're going to get into that here with that. We're also going to be talking about people that decide to eat while driving and not pay attention to the road and try to eat with both hands while driving, especially in these conditions. Brett, how are you, sir? Doing good. Uh, didn't do a whole lot yesterday. Um, you know, Finally got our house in or- back in order. Uh, kids are still out of school again. Um, so still doing with, doing with that side of stuff, uh, makes it a little easier to get around town without everybody in school right now. But, uh, yeah, no, uh, I didn't, I obviously didn't see any of these basketball games. I'm just kind of catching up on some of the scores and yeah, 70 points. That's a lot. <laughs> I guess the anniversary of Kobe got everybody jacked up. It might have. I mean, cause I don't know if I've ever seen that. Uh, I've, I saw Kobe drop 81. I wasn't tuned in for Embiid to go for 70 last night. I wasn't tuned in for Carl Anthony Towns to go for 62. Well, and Durant had 45. Durant yeah. had 45. <laughs> Wimbanyama in the same game had 33. It's like crazy. Victor Wimbanyama. <laughs> Goodness. I mean, think about that. That's a lot of points. I don't care who you are. That is a lot of points. I mean, I don't know if I've seen a night like this ever in the NBA. You know, and he went for seven. He only hit one three. I mean, we talked about, of course, he hit 21 free throws. But, you know, you talked about Wilt not, you know, shooting any threes when he got 100. Yeah. You know, so. Maybe Joel Embiid was listening. Yeah, I don't know. Now he's probably mad that he didn't get to 100. I mean. I mean, you think that was really talked about, the Kobe thing, and these guys just feel like, hey, go get, go try and get 81. Or yeah. A franchise record, I guess, because I think it was a franchise record for the Sixers. Yes. And I'm sure it was for Towns, too. I can't imagine. It was a franchise record for both of them. The Minnesota Timberwolves as well. Yes. Now, thing is, Cat had 44 in the first half. That's crazy. And then the Hornets erased an 18 point deficit and ended up winning the game 128 to 125. Well, and the Sixers only won by 10, so they kind of needed all those buckets. I mean, that's the thing is you needed them. Yeah. Towns was only 2 of 10 in the fourth quarter, though. They were outscored 36-18 to 18 in the fourth. Hmm. Wow. And then apparently Timberwolves head coach Chris Finch lit into his team after the game. 
<laughs> Said it was an absolute disgusting performance of defense and immature basketball. He went on to criticize how the Timberwolves responded to Cat's hot start. Said they stopped looking to make the right play. And see, he hit 10 threes. Yeah. Cat <laughs> can shoot the three. He likes to think he can. I mean, when you when you can do that, I mean, it's kind of hard to argue yeah. at that point. But, I mean, think about that. There was a lot a lot of uh, good individual performances last night. I think that's the best way to put it. That was a good night in the league, that's for sure. Spurs dropped to 8-35 and 35 <laughs> on the year. Marcus, how are you, sir? Good. Uh, overslept a little bit today, a little tired. We noticed. Uh, then I got here, and then there was work being done on the railroad track to clear up the snow. <laughs> So I sat there watching these guys grinding some machine along to, to break up the ice and the snow. That was lovely. Um, but other than that, no, nah, I'm all right. Good day overall. Your Titans, man. Yeah. How about them Titans? It's going to be interesting. Uh, I'm not against the hire. Um, I think he's a, you know, we wanted an offensive-minded coach getting Brian Callahan. Um from Cincinnati he was not the the play caller for Cincinnati but he was heavily involved in the offensive game plan um you also have the fact that he comes from the Sean McVay Gary Kubiak uh Shanahan tree if you will so he's got some offensive minded tendencies that you you have to like we also have to keep in mind, despite what he's done in Cincinnati, not every quarterback is Joe Burrow, so you got to keep that in mind, and mm-hmm. we'll see what he's capable of doing with Will Levis. Um, I think, to me, this is going to be a test over this season to see if Will Levis can be the guy. Uh, you know, I think... Maybe this year, next year, could be the determination. Well, Will whether, Levis isn't going to be the guy. Well... You never know. I, I know everything. <laughs> All right. Will Levis is not going to be the guy for the Titans. So there, so there is that. You've um, alienated a portion of the fan base. He's not going to be a fit for the Titans. There's also the fact that you know his dad, Bill Callahan, who is the currently the O-line coach for the Cleveland Browns, you got to wonder if he's going to try to get uh, an opportunity to work with his dad. They've never worked together in the NFL. So... Unless there is a clause in Bill Callahan's contract to allow him to work with his son if he's ever a head coach, they're going to have to get permission from Cleveland because it's not a promotion. His dad won't be the OC. He'll be the O-line coach. So they'd have to get permission with Cleveland to interview him to be able to do that. So we'll see if that happens. Um, I've heard Thomas Brown, the guy that they interviewed for the head coaching job out of Carolina, is a candidate. For the offensive coordinator position, it'd be curious. He's also from the Sean McVay tree, kind of knows probably a similar offense that Brian would like to run. So it's, it's going to be interesting. And then obviously the other interesting factor is um, that a lot of people are talking about is will T. Higgins um, end up in Tennessee because of this? You have to wonder will Cle or will uh, Cincinnati uh, franchise tag him, keep him there? Will they be able to work on a contract? Are they going to let him go? And who knows? Maybe he he likes Brian enough and wants to go back home to Tennessee and be alongside uh, DeAndre Hopkins. That could be huge. So 
there's a lot there's a lot that's going to go on with this. They still haven't announced it officially, but it's pretty clear that this is the guy. They're just working on the finalization of the paperwork. And uh, I'll be curious to see his uh, press conference and see how that goes. It'll be interesting indeed. Some college basketball tonight. It's going to be a little, little fun tonight, not going to lie. you got Kentucky and South Carolina, 7 o'clock on the SEC Network. Kentucky only a five-and-a-half point favorite. Uh, we were talking about that big guy the other day. Uh, big Z. Big Z. Big Z. I, I don't want no part of him. I don't want no part of that guy. Did you watch the highlights? Yes. Yep. I don't want any part of him. Yep. No. Don't want any part of that guy. Another game at 7 o'clock on ESPN. Texas and Oklahoma. Oklahoma enters that game as a five-point favorite. Can Louisville turn things around? I doubt it. They are a 14-and-a-half-point underdog to Duke at home. That sounds disgusting. Do not watch that game if you like basketball. And then you're probably going to be your most entertaining game of the night. Uh, two newcomers to the Big 12. Houston sitting at number four. BYU at number 21. Houston enters the game as two-and-a-half-point favorite. That one might be the game to watch tonight. That one at 9 o'clock on Big 12 Network and ESPN+. Plus. I'm getting sick and tired of these streaming services, guys. I'm sick and tired of it. It's the way of the future. I, yeah. I don't care if it's the way of the future. The fact of the matter is, if I'm paying for a cable subscription that's supposed to have been promising me you know, ESPN, ESPN2, ESPNU, ESPN News, uh, what am I forgetting? ESPN Deportes, if I want to watch that. If I'm subscribing to a cable network, those networks should be able to provide me the games in which I watch. Because I don't know if anybody notices this or not. At the bottom of every cable bill, they have this thing called an RSN fee. Regional sports networking fee. So what are you supposed to get with that? The sports that are in your region. Brett, Marcus, I don't know how much y'all follow baseball, but notice there's a lot of blackout baseball games. That's annoying. And it's annoying when you cannot watch your home team. I mean, especially, I mean, think about it. If you're in Houston, if you don't have the Big 12 network, you should not have to subscribe to ESPN+. Well, I also night. think it's because uh, tennis is still going. Nine o'clock, ESPN is going to be tennis tonight. Put it on the tennis channel. <laughs> well, that's a... another streaming service, right? No, you, you, no I mean, that, is it? No, it's included in the Primo package. Uh, well, I'm just saying that's probably that's the only thing I'm reason I can think of it being on what it's on. I don't know. I mean, I'm just so I'm yeah, sick and I, tired I mean, of this, you. man. I mean, think about how many basketball games. I mean, we had to watch Tennessee and Wisconsin on Peacock. That was a good basketball game that should not have been on a streaming service. If anything, put it on the two or put it on the U. Don't make me have to subscribe to Peacock, something that I never use and that I canceled immediately after to watch my favorite basketball team play. You could have asked me. I have it. I, I'm well aware of that, Brad. But the fact <laughs> of the matter is you shouldn't have I'll, to have done it either. Well, I mean, I've, I've had it for a while. I mean, because the golf and the soccer and everything else, but... I get my money's worth, I guess, out of it. But, um, but yeah, no, I hear you. Goodness. You're like a lot of people. I got NBA League Pass, and, yeah, we can't watch Grizzlies or Hawks game just because they're the local games. It's, Are you serious? It's, it's just black So, if you, if you don't have Bally Sports or whatever it's on yeah. now, yeah. Yeah. which I guess – It's like Braves games. Well, who, you know? who bought them? Amazon? Bally Sports? Yeah, I'm yeah, pretty sure. It was I'm recently, sure. yeah. Yeah, they yeah. bought a ownership stake in it. And it's uh, – I hate it. I hate it. I absolutely hate it. We're going to be talking with Sammy Kincaid coming up here in just a few minutes. Uh, we're going to have a variety of stuff to talk about with her. We're going to be talking some SEC basketball, uh, what happened in the NFL playoffs this past weekend. Playoffs? Did I yeah, mean? The, the girls beat the Vandy girls, I guess, on yeah. Sunday too. The Vandy girls. <laughs> Can we even call them that? I mean, 
the Vandy boys is pretty much trademarked as their baseball team. Yeah, it's, it's stupid. I can't stand their baseball team. <laughs> Cannot stand them at all. Stay with us. The G.I. Jake Show marches on right here on Fan Run Radio. Ever been the coach who realized the team's gear just wasn't up to par? Well, if I'm being honest, that was me. Just a downright irresponsible and plain bad coach. Then, SM Athletics changed the game. I want you to picture this. I walk into their store, a coach with a vision. SM Athletics didn't just see a coach. They saw a team's potential. And they delivered custom uniforms so striking. Our team's spirit soared. From cutting-edge apparel to top-notch equipment, SM Athletics transformed our presence. No more unreliable online orders or envying the other team's style. SM Athletics stands for quality, design, and on-time delivery every time. Coaches, elevate your team with SM Athletics. Call 865 966-3434 or visit smathletics.com. Get the best for your team. Delivered right and on time. So, elevate your team's game by contacting SM Athletics today. A brand built in Tennessee and born from the love of the game. Inward Half revolutionizes golfing comfort. Crafted by a former pro and dedicated enthusiast just like you, our luxury performance wear guarantees you stay cool and comfortable through every swing and every day. We're not just a brand. We've set out to create a lifestyle for those who understand that impeccable style and premium performance are a hole-in-one. Enjoy the walk-in with Inward Half. I'm Smokey Bear, and I made an assistant to help you out because only you can prevent wildfires. Hey, Assistant Smokey Bear, call me Papa Bear because I'm grilling up dinner. (laughs) Do you get it? Yes, good job. So what should I do with all these coals? Don't just toss them out. Put them in a metal container because those embers can start a wildfire. I understand. The stakes are high. Ha, 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 ha. Learn more at SmokeyBear.com. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. North Knox Siding and Windows, Knoxville's number one choice for all your home exterior projects. Folks, if you've got old siding, windows, paint peeling, looks crooked, damaged, that sort of thing, don't put off getting that thing fixed anymore. You don't want to be that guy in the neighborhood. Call North Knox Siding and Windows. They can take care of anything on the outside of your house. You want to replace an entry door, a patio door, whatever. They could do that. If you need new gutters or gutter protection, they do that too. You want to install a handrail, columns on the outside of your house, new shutters, garage doors, stonework. They do it all. If you need a new roof, these guys are the best in the business. Call them today. You can set up a free estimate. won't cost you a dime. 865 689-0505. You can go online to northknocksidingandwindows.com to look at pictures of their work and find out more about North Knox Siding and Windows. Tell them Fan Run sent you North Knox Siding and Windows. I've been moving calm, don't start no trouble with me. Trying to keep it peaceful is a struggle for me. Don't pull up at 6 a.m. to cuddle with me. You know how I like it when you loving on me. I don't want to die for them to miss Back here on the G.I. Jake Show, right here on Fan Run Radio. Pleased to be joined by Sammy Kincaid, the Fan Run OG. Sammy, what's up? Hello, good morning, you guys. Happy to be joining you all this morning. Absolutely. Sammy, we've had a lot happen since the last time we talked. Uh, no basketball games got canceled, so that was great. Might have had a couple of uh, 
shufflings of the time in some cases, but we had that happen. We had some more NFL playoff drama. Life is just going good right now. So we'll go ahead and kick it off. Dalton Connect. How about yeah. that guy? Yeah, no, how about him? I mean, just absolutely phenomenal 25 points against Alabama. Um, it was great to see him play that way. And I think he's just really the player that um, he's coming – he is the player that fans and the coaches wanted him to be, to come in and make an immediate impact. Um, and so I, I, I just think absolutely phenomenal in playing 36 minutes. I mean, that's putting up a lot of minutes in a game. Um, so absolutely phenomenal job by Dalton Connect uh, on Saturday, getting another Saturday win over Alabama. And this thought uh, kind of crossed my mind over the weekend as I was watching all this. Um, you Because know, we see one and Duns come through Tennessee, from time to time, you know, your Jaden Springers, Keon Johnson, uh, Kennedy Chandler, Tobias Harris. Now, Kennedy, you can make the argument, yeah, we we got to know him a little bit while he was here. But some of those other guys, it just seems like it's almost like they never played here because they didn't really make that much of an impact, in my eyes at least. Now, when you look at somebody like Dalton Connect, of course, Tennessee only has him for this one year, but it seems like this is a guy that's going to be talked about for years and years to come just because of the impact he has made and you got to think, we're not even into the the deepest part of conference play yet. But he's already made such an impact against our non-conference opponents that are, you know, quad one wins, essentially, at this point. And now he's going to continue to do that throughout conference play. Do you feel that same way about some of these one-and-dones? Or is it, you know, they all should be remembered, or we really should talk about them more, I guess I should say, versus, you know, this guy made an impact. We're going to be talking about him for a while. Kind of like they do John Wall and DeMarcus Cousins, Anthony Davis at Kentucky. Yeah, no, I mean, I think you could have a little bit more remembrance of them, of what they did for the program, but you're always going to remember the guys like Zakai Ziegler or Vescovy. You know, you're going to remember those guys that have been there and have made more of an impact over time. Um, Whenever you're coming in just for a year, you're going to make a huge impact on the court, but it's really rare you make a big impact on the court and also a huge impact on the fans. Um, And... I just think that's kind of a little bit of the difference with Don Connect is that he just I don't know what it I don't know what it is because I, I personally haven't met him but I, it just seems like he has more of a presence with the fans as well um, and has just connected with the fans more than maybe some of the players that are one and done in the past but I mean you're always gonna probably remember the guys that have been around for five, four or five uh, in this day and age six years so. Um, I, I just think that that's probably why you don't remember the one and dones as much, um, but just the immediate impact and just the the impact he's had over the fans. I think that Don Connect will definitely be remembered, especially as you mentioned, it's very early on in the conference uh, portion of the schedule. So to see him do what he's doing this early on in the conference for portion of the schedule it's going to have fans really excited for for what's to come for the rest of the season um, especially whenever you weren't having consistency from some of the other guys on the team and so to be able to see him really step up and and make a big impact quick it's been nice to see I mean goodness John Fulkerson he should have probably gotten a pension from this university by the time he was done <laughs> I mean how, how long did he really play here because I know he got here when I was a I think I might have been a sophomore at MTSU, and that was in 2015. And it felt like he never left. It was the John Petty from Alabama, but he was our equivalent to John Petty. 
Like he just never left here. It seemed like. Yeah, no, it really didn't. I was trying to pull it up right now to see exactly how many years it was. I think it was six, um, but especially with just how many, um, how how many uh, you can have the two. You can redshirt. You can have the medical redshirt. The COVID year. I mean. You technically, I think, can get up to seven right now uh, if you were to have all three of those plus your normal four years, which is just insane. I can't even imagine being in college for seven years. <laughs> I, I, I had enough. By the time I had gotten through college, I had had enough of it. But, Sammy, jumping over to the NFL, um, everything went about as exactly as you know we on the show had projected. You know, We thought the Ravens would win. They did. The 49ers, that was a little bit closer than what we thought it was going to be. The Lions absolutely just doing their thing right now you gotta love the lions and then here come the kansas city chiefs and this is the only one we kind of had a little bit of disagreement on brett tried to tell me and i, I was, I was the only one only one in this room maybe hey, no Jack I, was I with me the chiefs winning at all you, you guys oh, did you forget no. about that over your dolphins I, I, but well until i have my dolphins <laughs> first. you have to change your team who you want to win after let's, they go out remember yeah. we can we can pull it back up, what was on the show. I have my Dolphins first, yeah. but I have gone with the Chiefs because the Chiefs put out wow. my Dolphins. Yeah, no, so. she did say that. I remember that. Hey, listen, if you want to come to the Lions side of things where I'm at right now, feel free. It's Mark just jumps around, yeah, man. We're all in I on the Lions right thing. now, as I'm wearing a Chicago Bulls jersey. Um, but no, we are all in on the Lions bandwagon right now, except for Brett. No, yeah, I'm rolling Chiefs. Brett is rolling with the Chiefs. We are all rolling with the Lions. But, I mean, you have to talk about this remarkable – you know, run that the Lions have made this year. I mean, they were the feel-good story, you know, when they were on Hard Knocks. Dan Campbell, I mean, you got to love everything that's going on up there right now, especially from a city who hadn't seen a playoff win since 1991, and now they've got two in the same season. I don't know if we talked about this last week, you know, when we were doing the Twitter spaces because it was kind of just, you know, last week was just nuts. It was a mess. We'll call that that how it is. Last week The weather was a mess, yeah. But the Lions, Sammy, they had the highest get-in price of any playoff game. I think maybe the Bills and the Chiefs got over 100, but the get-in price at Ford Field was, I want to say, $488 was the cheapest ticket you could buy to get into the Detroit Lions game this past weekend. Now, should they make the Super Bowl, how much are Lions fans willing to pay to go watch their team, who hadn't won a playoff game since, like I said, 91, have a chance to win it all? I can report back on that question next week because <laughs> yeah. my best friend's husband is probably the biggest Lions fan you'll ever meet. He is from the Detroit area, and he has just absolutely lost his mind um, watching this run that the Lions are having. So I would put high money on it uh, that he would he would probably play, play – or wow, I can't talk. He would probably <laughs> pay high money to go watch them in the Super Bowl. But I can I can uh, I can report back on that just how high of a price he's willing to pay. Well, it really seems too like you know this city almost needs it. I mean, you look at how bad the Pistons have been. Yeah, they had their one run in the mid two thousands with a team that really probably shouldn't have won the NBA Finals, but they got it. But before that, I mean, you look at the Tigers, you look at the Pistons, you look at how bad the Lions have been. Detroit is a city that probably really needed wins. this. They got their hockey oh, team. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. No, uh, and, and he always, and that's what, whenever um, he talks about, I mean, I followed the Lions for, for a bit, just following sports. And then also, um, I, I was very close grow- in high school with Golden Tate. So whenever he was a wide receiver for the Lions, and 
So I followed them more closely then, which they did pretty well whenever Golden was playing for them. But that's probably the only time I remember or even hearing the Lions being even remotely decent. Um, and so um, in recent history. And so just seeing um, it's exciting for I'm very excited for his name is Ethan. I will I will give Ethan a shout out. I'm very excited for Ethan and his fandom because he has been very depressed on many many Sundays and he has finally seen some light at the end of the tunnel. And it also helps, I guess, in this area especially, top on that bandwagon. I mean, you got four Tennessee Vols that are on that roster right now that everybody knows: Emmanuel Mosley, Cam Sutton, Jalen Reeves, Maven, Hendon Hooker, who most recently had the biggest impact for the University of Tennessee. So I think that probably helps. In a sense, and it's almost like being a Tennessee fan, being a Detroit Lions fan. You know, you go through so many years of misery and mediocrity, and then you finally get a taste of what success is, and you just want it more and more and more. Now, that's going to be the standard for them going forward. It's like, okay, well, Dan Campbell can do it this year. Now we expect that of him going forward, kind of like at Tennessee, you know, with the football aspect of it. It's like we finally get a taste of success after 15 years of misery and mediocrity. And now that's the expectation. That's the standard. Now we know this past year was kind of that gap year to get you to the Nico Iamaliava era. And then you start looking ahead and you've got Jake Merkley you're coming in to play behind Nico. And then you get a commit yesterday in George McIntyre. And that's just insane to think it's like, okay, we're getting in top notch quarterbacks for this program. Like, not only are we going to have success with him, who Josh Heupel is. Right. I, if I'm a quarterback, I want to go play for somebody that was in the running for the Heisman. That's won a national championship as a quarterback. So I, I am not surprised that he's getting in these top names um, just because he does, even though he did play however many years ago. It, it, it still resonates with these players that they see, oh, I want to go play for this coach that saw success as a quarterback um, in college. So I'm not surprised at all that he's able to get these high quarterback recruits in. And not to mention, you know, with the offense that we run, obviously you're going to put up some stats. I mean, we even saw it at Missouri with Drew Locke, and then we see it again with uh, Gabriel down at UCF. Now he gets here. Now, granted, he might have whiffed on, you know, putting Joe Milton ahead of Hendon Hooker at first. But then Hendon Hooker comes in, and he's just able to just craft this perfect quarterback for this perfect system. And now you get what you get with Joe Milton. You know, you get your nine wins. Okay, that's okay for now. Now with Nico coming in, a guy that just shut out Iowa, what would the expectation or what should the expectation be for Tennessee football going forward? Well, I mean, you also have to look at with what Josh Heupel did. You mentioned with DG at UCF. You also have McKenzie Milton at UCF. And McKenzie Milton is now – on that Tennessee coaching staff as an, as an analyst. So um, he also, he, we called him the magician, whatever I was working there at UCF. That's what fans referred to him as. And Joey Halsley, he is so smart. Um, I know he's caught a little bit of heat this past year, but man, he is so smart. And so whenever you have the three of them, and also Mitch Militello is another one that's always working with those quarterbacks. He's also extremely smart. He was with, Heupel at Missouri and also at UCF and knows that offense and how Heupel wants to run that offense like the back of his hand. Um, Mitch is just so smart with everything that just the footwork, um, watching him with the quarterbacks doing the footwork. I don't think B. 
between those four, if you're a quarterback, you are going to get coached so well. So I think that even though there was a little bit of a lapse this year, I don't think that that's going to be uh, what Tennessee is going to see going forward. I think that it really, the program really will take a step forward, and you see that by the people that they're bringing in. Even with the people from the, the guys from the portal that they're bringing in, they're not just getting somebody that's going to be a, oh, we just need somebody in this spot. No, they're going after the top talent in the portal. They're being very selective about who they're going after in the portal. They're being very selective about even whenever George was very questionable about where he was going to go, they didn't stray. They are making their choices, who they want on this roster, known, and they're sticking with it. And I think that that's paying dividends, that they're not wavering from that at all. Uh, yeah, I, w- I guess to... I guess to go over to the women's game, basketball real quick, uh, obviously we had the big in-state matchup on uh, Sunday, uh, Vandy versus the Lady Vols, uh, Harper getting her uh, 100th win as a Tennessee basketball coach. Yeah. Uh, it was a, obviously a milestone. It was, uh, I think, uh, what's her name? was Tamika was calling the game, which was pretty cool, too. Um, uh, just your overall thoughts from the game. I mean, it seemed like it was a real back-and-forth game, tied at half. I think big difference was Rakia Jackson really struggled at the get-go. I think started like one of eight, one of nine, maybe. Uh, but uh, yeah, just your overall thoughts in, in that big uh, interstate game. I really think that's a huge win for the Lady Balls. That was one that they definitely needed to get, and that was one going into it that I said, "Hey, this is one they need to have circled because it's going to be a lot tougher of a matchup than what Tennessee has seen against Vanderbilt the last couple of seasons." Just because Jay Ralph has completely flipped that roster. Um, and you mentioned it, seven ties and five lead changes come back and forth the entire time, uh, really down to um, just the last few minutes of the game. And then Tennessee was able to pull away uh, with a late run that, that sealed it. But what a, I think that is a huge confidence win. Uh, anytime that you can get a win over Vanderbilt, though, it it's always feels a little bit better to pick on the little brother. And so uh, I think that's a great win for Tennessee and a uh, huge, huge win for the women in SEC play because I, I do think Vanderbilt will still be a factor um, in the SEC. And so being able to get that one um, under your belt as you continue on through SEC play, I think that's a great uh, way to start early on in the SEC portion of the schedule. Hey, Sammy, it's uh, intern Jack again. Good talking to you. Um, I had a question about so I know you're a Dolphins fan. I had a question about their rivals in the Bills. Golly, it seems like they've been in just a purgatory um, for the past five years, just making the divisional round every year and then just coming up short. I was wondering if you you thought they should change something up. I know there's Stephon Diggs rumors and some Sean McDermott rumors, but I was curious if you had any insight on what they should do uh, moving forward. You know, what has me most concerned, I was actually talking about this yesterday, what has me most concerned about the Dolphins is to, uh, which I mean any quarterback, uh, if they don't have their people around them, they're not going to play as well. But the way Tua makes mistakes, that has me most concerned. Whenever he doesn't have uh, Waddle, he's throwing three interceptions. I mean, just because you're down one of your receivers or or a a running back, you can't be throwing interceptions and be careless with the ball. You have to still take care of the football. You may not be as efficient because you don't have the guys you're throwing to or handing it off to every single game there, so you may not be as efficient, but you can't be careless and not taking care of the ball. Um, That's 
where I am most concerned and where I'm not necessarily calling for Tua's head, but they have to they have to look into that. And maybe, I don't know if it's um, bringing in more weapons for him, like you just mentioned, Diggs, but maybe it is whatever in the offseason, making Tua do something to get more familiar with more of the guys that are going to be around him because you can't always count on everyone being healthy, especially down the stretch. And that's when you have to be playing your best ball. Uh, and so I think that's the biggest thing is Tua has to get more comfortable with the people around him and it not being his number one in each position. Uh, that, that I think is what's going to have to change for the Dolphins to be able to make a deeper run, hopefully next season. <laughs> Absolutely. Sammy, thank you so much for hopping on again this week. Tell us where to find you on Twitter. I keep it really simple. It's just Sammy Kincaid, S-A-M-I-K-I-N-C-A-I-D. That is it. Sammy, thank you so much. We'll talk again soon. All right. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Sammy. Guys, her appearance is brought to you by our friends at Sun Upholstery and Fabric. You tired of looking for that piece of furniture that you absolutely want to buy from the store, but you got a piece at home. It's wore down. You don't want to get rid of it. It's a nice piece of furniture, right? Go see our friends at Sun Upholstery and Fabric. Locally and family owned and operated with 67 combined years of experience. Located at 8913 Oak Ridge Highway. Give them a call today at 865-237-3272 or visit them online at fabricsun.com. That's fabricsun.com. Stay with us. Final segment, hour number one, coming up. Are you ready to flash that dazzling smile? Well, look no further than Knoxville Smiles. Our experienced team is here to give you the care and attention you deserve. From routine checkups and cleanings to advanced cosmetic treatments, we've got you covered. Say goodbye to dental worries and hello to a confident, radiant smile. Don't wait any longer. Schedule your appointment today and unlock the power of your smile. Call 865-539-1776 to schedule your appointment today or just visit KnoxvilleSmiles.com. Are you tired of looking at that piece of furniture that is wore down, but you don't want to get rid of it? Go see our friends at Sun Upholstery and Fabric. Locally and family owned and operated with over 67 years of combined experience. Located at 8913 Oak Ridge Highway. Give them a call today at 865-237-3272 or visit them online at fabricsun.com. That's fabricsun.com. And be sure to tell Stan that you heard about him right here on Fan Run Radio. Are you ready to make your dream home a reality? Hi, I'm Bo Kregner, and here at the Kregner Group at Realty Executives, we know that finding the perfect home is more than just a transaction. It's about finding your sanctuary, your future, your happiness. Our team is dedicated to guiding you every step of the way, ensuring a smooth and stress-free journey towards home ownership. Whether you're buying, selling, or investing, we're here to help. Call me anytime at 865-742-1035 or just visit us online at bonoshouses.com. Rogers Utility Solutions, a division of Rogers Hydrant Service, is a family-run Tennessee-based business since 2015. Now serving municipalities and residences in 14 states, Rogers offers fire hydrant flow testing, distribution flushing, and maintenance programs in accordance with ISO standards. Rogers also offers hydrant repair and installation, and they have the capability of repairing hydrants under pressure. For more information on Rogers new sewer maintenance program complete with mapping cleaning and camera inspecting visit rogershydrantservice.com is your home's exterior in need of a makeover if so it's time to call north knox siding and windows transform your home's curb appeal with premium siding options from classic to modern styles they've got something to suit every taste upgrade to energy efficient windows that'll keep your home comfortable all year round 
while saving you money on your energy bills. North Knox Siding and Windows, get ready to fall in love with your home all over again. Online at North Knox Siding and Windows, are you ready to elevate your driving experience? Then you need to head over to your hometown dealership, Parkside Kia, home of the lifetime warranty. Discover the latest Kia cars and SUVs where technology meets style. Our friendly staff is here to make your car buying experience a breeze. Don't wait. Visit Parkside Kia today and drive home in the Kia of your dreams. Check them out online at parksidekia.com and visit their showroom at 9929 Parkside Drive. Parkside Kia where your journey begins. Final segment of hour number one, it's the G.I. Jake Show right here on Fan Run Radio. Guys, if your team's apparel just isn't up to par, your business's apparel is just not up to par, what you need to do is go to SM Athletics. Top-notch quality, a variety of products, and always competitive pricing, and as always, top-notch customer service. Check them out online at smathletics.com. Back to the phones we go. Joshy Boy is up next. What do you say, buddy? What up, guys? Hey. Jake, uh, I hit a nice four-leg parlay Saturday. It was uh, Creighton minus two and a half. Houston first half, nine and a half against Central Florida. Clemson minus two against Florida State and the over 162.5 in Georgia, Kentucky. I'm proud of you. Yeah. So, uh, when's the last time you guys remember that Tennessee is not playing a midweek SEC game? It's I think it's been a really long time. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I looked at the schedule and I was just kind of like, huh? Like, this is a thing? It's like we're just not doing a midweek game this week. I, I yeah. to be honest, I, I don't know, man. Like that one, uh, that one kind of threw me for a loop. For being honest. So, uh, what SEC game are you guys looking forward to watching tonight or tomorrow? Since Tennessee's not playing, uh, you got that South Carolina Kentucky game. Uh, Kentucky's only a five and a half point favorite in that game. That one's going to be interesting to watch. That one down at South Carolina, so that's going to be on my watch list. For sure, so I'm just going to roll with that one. Doesn't uh, Auburn, Alabama play this week, right? Yes. Isn't that tomorrow? tomorrow? Yeah. That's a big yeah. one. That's a big one in, at Bama. Yep. I think that's the one to watch, I believe, right? Yeah, that'll be a really good game. Yeah, I mean, other than that, I mean, I really don't know what you'd be watching. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, what do you think about uh, your heat, Jake, getting Terry Rozier? Yeah, that trade just dropped. Uh, they're sending Kyle Lowry. And a first-round pick from 2027 to Charlotte in exchange for Terry Rozier. Uh, probably gave up a lot more than what we should have for Terry Rozier. But at the same time, you had to move off that Kyle Lowry contract. That that thing is just ridiculous. That, that should have never, ever happened at the age that he was at. So I, I feel good about it, and just hopefully uh, hopefully we can see some results out of it. It's All, all, all yeah, I want he, is some results. Ro- Rozier is having a good year. He's having 23 a game, six – Almost seven assists. I mean, that's pretty good considering he's playing with Lamelo. I mean, if he can get the ball, if, I mean, he's if, not going to be counting to score on on that team. No, I, I mean, mean, the thing is, like, if he's going to be able to dish the ball around to Jimmy Butler, it's Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, uh, Jaime Hawkins, Bam Adebayo. If he can get the ball in their hands and set them up in position to score, uh, look out for the Heat. Look out for the Heat. Yeah, Jake. Uh, if you're giving me five teams 
getting it all this year versus the field. I'm taking uh, UConn, Houston, Tennessee, Purdue, and uh, Kentucky. Say those five again. UConn, Houston, Purdue, Kentucky, and Tennessee. Swap uh, Houston for Kansas, and that would be my list. I said uh, Arizona last night, but I swapped them. No, for I'm not Arizona. liking Kansas right now. They barely got through last night, lost yeah. on the weekend to West Virginia. I mean, they're struggling right now. Maybe they're just going through a phase. They might, you know, I mean, we went through a phase. Luckily, yeah. we won all of our games except for Mississippi State. That one. I, don't, I still don't know enough about Houston yet. I'm not sure. Do they score enough? I don't know about them, man. North just, Carolina's scary, too. North Carolina, yeah, they beat us. I mean, yeah. they're going to be good. UNC. I mean. I think I think uh, they're in the tournament. I think they're going to have uh, some shooting regression. Now, North I'll, Carolina. I'll say this. You know, you brought up Arizona, Brett. Or yeah, Josh, no, somebody brought yeah, up Arizona. Yeah, right. Yeah. But, I mean, the thing with Arizona is, when is the last time that they really did anything in the NCAA tournament that wowed you? I um, and I'm not sure. I mean, I mean, I had them. It's been a while. I had them in the final four last year, and they get put out by Princeton in the first round. Princeton. Yes, Joshy, that was one of the games them and Purdue that kept me from winning almost a half a million dollars. They had the one seed that one year, but I think they were out in the Sweet Sixteen or something. Yeah, it was quick. I mean, they're they're not going to do anything in the NCAA tournament. Like I, I feel so. more confident in Rick Barnes making a Final Four than what I do Arizona making it to a Final Four. I'll, I'll keep it at that. If uh, if Tennessee gets to the national championship, Jake, and wins it, I'll buy you uh, a week's worth of crystal. Wow, there you go. A week worth of crystal. You do, yeah, Jake. That's a big meal, big meal for Jake. Josh, boy, do you have any idea what I get when I go to crystal? <laughs> uh, you probably get a lot. So what you do is, Josh, you start out. I'm going to go ahead and give you my order now. It's a oh number one with cheese, no mustard. And then what you're also going to do, you're going to get me two crystal side chicks, plain, nothing on them, a corn pup, a large fry, and then i got to wash it down with a Coke Zero to cancel out the calories. There you go. <laughs> it's called walking. That's what you do to get rid of the calories. I walk enough. So uh, this, uh, the commitment uh, with uh, McIntyre yesterday, does that worry you guys any with uh, – the full quarterback room going to be in 2025. No, I think that should excite you more than anybody because if you build a quarterback room up and you keep getting guys into the NFL, now it remains to be seen what's going to happen with Joe Milton, but if he gets drafted, and then of course we all know Nico, we're only going to get him for two more years. Everybody has pretty much accepted that at this point, right? And you're going to have people out there, Joshy, that say, oh, well, Peyton came back for his senior year. Peyton came back for his senior year. Okay, that's one thing. But how many other guys have we seen in recent memory, that could have done the same thing. They could have come back, but they well, didn't. Well, what was that year with Georgia when they had, like, all those five-star guys and then, you know, guys left, you know? Like, they batted up. Guys mm-hmm. lost, they would go and play somewhere else. Like, Justin Fields left. Jacob Eason, Eason. Le- left. Uh, they When they settled on Bennett. And the guy, uh, who was before? Oh, uh, what's that? Stetson Bennett. Who was before? JT Daniel. Wasn't there JT somebody Daniels. else better? I don't know. I can't remember. There was but anyway, but, there. I mean, you can. Yeah. You, Jake Fromm. Jake oh from yeah, that's Jake who Fromm. it was. But yeah, Jake I mean, I, you just you stockpile these guys, man. You got you find who the best guy is, you know, and you go and play, you know, and 
You know, I, I don't know. Well, it's, if you keep getting guys drafted, it's like, okay, well, I'm not getting to play now, but guess what? I'm going to get to play eventually. And look at what he's done with these guys. These guys are now making money in the NFL. I want to make money in the NFL. I don't want a real job. I want to go play in the NFL. Oh, look what Lincoln Riley did. He just had a pipeline there for a minute where they're winning Heismans and yeah. winning games. I mean, yeah, they didn't get over the hump, but he, they were going to the playoff. Which Bob Stoops helped him out quite a well, bit. Oh, yeah. Leaving him, but, yeah. Leaving him the cupboard that he did. Yeah. Wouldn't. Wouldn't you guys say uh, Mark Klinger is probably going to transfer out of the out of uh, McIntyre? Probably. Um, I, if if one of them is going to transfer, it would probably be him. But we we can't guarantee that just yet. You know, they're going to have to have an opportunity to battle it out once Nico's gone. So I just thought of a funny. Yeah, um, Marcus, do you remember when we were on the drive? I don't know if you were there yet, but. Everyone was talking about Nico and Joe, like who's going to be the starter, and Russell. Well, I think that Taven Jackson's going to have something to say about that. Well, Taven Jackson transferred, wow. and what's he doing in Indiana? Uh, nothing. Nothing. Whole lot but, uh, of nothing. A whole lot of nothing. And uh, out the door, uh, Marcus, I'm looking forward to hearing your uh, parlay. See ya. <laughs> How'd that parlay do last Not night? Not well. Yeah, I lost all my bets, too. Fade Brett. Fade Marcus. If you want to make money, don't follow what they do. Well, do you the bring opposite. something to the table. Give somebody else. That's uh, fine. I'll do it tonight. Okay. I'll, I'll bring you something to the table okay. when we do Brett's best bets at the end of the show. Okay. I'll do Give that. Give us a little parlay. Jack, are you old enough to gamble? I am. Yes. Okay, you can you can jump in on this, too. If you yes. weren't 21, I wasn't going to put you on the spot there. That wouldn't, that wouldn't be uh, very ethical, I should say. You know what else is not ethical, Marcus? Huh? Brett, you know what else is not ethical? I don't know. Well, I'm driving to work today, coming from my other job, and of course everyone knows what kind of weather conditions we're in. Everyone knows how bad the roads are, right? Yeah. Some people still have no regard for human life. <laughs> Let me tell you, this lady's getting off the exit ramp, or getting onto the interstate from the exit ramp, getting on the on-ramp. I look over to my right. This lady is eating a pound cake with both hands while trying to merge onto the interstate. Wow, that's impressive. That's not impressive. That's dangerous. That's how I got my first wreck, Brett. Like a full pound cake? Like a... Like one of the pre-packaged, like... Oh, she didn't need to use two hands, did she? Probably not. Okay. She was using two hands. She was holding it with one and then picking at it with the other. Wow. Like one of the people trying to be proper at the dinner table. I'll wow. tell you, buddy, when I go to dinner at Texas Roadhouse... People, oh, well, you should break apart your bread and dip it in the butter first and then take a bite. No, I'm taking that whole ass roll and I'm dipping it in the cinnamon butter and I'm just sticking the whole thing in my mouth. You don't break the bread off? No. And dip it? Wow. Mm -hmm. Swipe it or whatever? I just dunk it. Man. Dunk it and eat it. Why? What are you looking at, Marcus? No, I just, you know, you're, you're, you're an impressive man. Uh, that's all I'm going to say. Well, I mean, this is just like my first wreck I ever got in. Was well, because of something like that. You know what happened to my first wreck? Because you were eating bread? No, I wasn't eating bread. Uh. <laughs> no, even better. I got one better for you, man. This lady was trying to drive while holding a birthday cake in her lap in the driver's seat. She stops in the middle of the four lane. The person in front of me swerves. I don't see it in time, so I just run right into the back of this little, yeah, girl. little Chevrolet minivan or whatever the heck it was. Yeah. So she gets out. There's icing all over her shirt. Cake, icing. 
She tried to deny it. <laughs> she, she's like, hey, it was my fault. And the thing is, like, it got ruled her fault because she told the cop it was her fault. She right. told the insurance company it was her fault. I'm like, okay, I, I'll I'll take it. I'll take it. Technically, it's supposed to be my fault because in the state of Tennessee, you rear in somebody, it's your fault. Right. So she's sitting there talking to the cop, looking at the damage. I kid you not, she starts eating the cake off of her shirt mm-hmm. as she's assessing the damage. That's what I think of every time I see somebody doing that. Now, we all eat and drive, right? Mm, yeah, sometimes. Yeah, not all the time. Okay, but at this point, you I have, have to. You have mastered. If you're eating a sandwich, you can hold the wheel with one hand, eat your sandwich with the other, right? Same yeah. with fries and a drink. Now, you might have to open up the bottle if you have a bottled drink. Most of the time, everybody's pretty much mastered that, right? Because that doesn't take too long. But if you're sitting there holding the steering wheel with the back of your hand and picking at your pound cake, you probably don't need to be eating the damn pound cake. Just saying. That, yeah, that's a new one. I, I, that's, <laughs> I don't even know what to say. I mean, that's about as stupid as the WWE going to Netflix only for streaming. The longest running show it on cable television. I mean, do you watch it? Yes. You don't watch it, do you? Yes. You watch wrestling? Yes. Oh. You didn't know I watched wrestling? No, I can't yeah, he's, say it. He's a wrestling guy. Okay. Yeah. I like the older wrestling. Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Rock. What? Mick Foley. What? 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 <laughs> Rikishi. That was my guy. Rikishi was my favorite wrestler. But this is the longest running show on cable television. Sports entertainment. Not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> But it's not all wrestling. It's just the one, right? It's just Monday Night Raw. Right. And they're thinking about moving SmackDown. They're either going to stay on Fox, move to USA, which is where Raw was. And then, third option is the CW. I thought there was already wrestling on that channel. I think it's like... It's like one of those weird ones. Oh, is it? Okay. Might be TNA. I knew. I I, I thought I've seen it on there before. Because TNA has kind of went the way of the Dodo. Hmm. At this point, I mean, it's nowhere near as popular TNT as it used to be. or whatever it is. Uh, AEW is on TNT. Oh, okay. Yeah. And they are uh, started off strong, and now, like, someone's still – I don't watch AEW, but someone told me they're kind of, you know, off to the wayside, you know, as as it stands because CM Punk just went back to WWE. See, I was more prepared for you telling me earlier that they were moving to pay-per-view, not Netflix. So, you know, every pay-per-view, like what we used to know as a pay-per-view, is now on Peacock. WWE Network. Huh. So that's another streaming service. Now, granted, it's probably worth, if you watch a lot of wrestling, it's worth the nine ninety nine a month to get every pay-per-view because if you just want the pay-per-view, you got to pay 40 bucks for it. And in case like WrestleMania, SummerSlam, the Royal Rumble, Survivor Series, you're paying upwards of 50 to 60 bucks for the mm-hmm. pay-per-view. So it makes it worth it to subscribe to that one. Like You can justify that one. But, I mean, everyone's pretty much got a Netflix account now. If you don't have one, you're stealing one from somebody. So maybe it maybe it works out. I don't know, but there's just something, you know, like we were talking about earlier with a lot of these primetime games that are on streaming services. I don't want to have to subscribe to 50 million different services to be able to watch my team or the show that I want to watch. But now it's to the point where everyone's wanting to move off of cable, go to a streaming only platform, and it's going to ruin everyone's experience in a sense. Because when you start dealing with streaming services, then you run into the issue of, oh, well, you're 30 seconds ahead of me. Oh, well, you're two minutes ahead of me. Oh, my goodness. I forgot to hit play or start from wherever they're at, and now I'm 30 minutes behind you. So then you can't go back 
because you're too focused on what you're watching. We're going to get into more of this in the next hour. Stay with us. G.I. Jake Show marches on right here on Fan Run Radio. Ever been the coach who 